<laughs> All right, you ready to get started? Yep. All right. Get ready to laugh out loud with Wise and Nerdy, the show hosted by two hilarious dads who bring their unique blend of wit, wisdom, and nerdiness to the airwaves. From sharing hilarious anecdotes about their own experiences to giving advice on navigating the ups and downs of life, these two dads have got you covered. But that's not all. They're also obsessed with all things nerdy, from comic books and sci-fi movies to video and board games. So whether you're a fellow dad, a pop culture fanatic, or just in need of a good laugh, this is Wise and Nerdy, and now let's have some fun. Hello and welcome oh, to... no, 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 uh-uh. Hey! <laughs> you don't get to take all of it, buddy. And welcome to Wise and Nerdy. See, that's how you do an intro, <laughs> right there. And and then you go, and you know, this is as much wise or nerdy as you'll ever get because Joe admitted that he's not going to go do the world tour with me. He just refuses. So it's whatever. Hey, it's hey, whatever. hey, it's whatever. It's whatever. I did. I got the fade out working on the intro. That that's a step up. You you told me to do it. I did it. Okay. Okay. All right. That's not okay. the same as playing a sold out arena in Vegas, sir. And you've already crushed that dream. You've already crushed that dream. So I, I'm I'm just, I'm just over it tonight. I am beyond it tonight. So what what questions do you have that you think you can even save this horrible show with? It's the question of the week. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? I am so so help me if you blame. give me a vanilla answer, um, I'm gonna reach to the screen and slap you. It's it's vividly vanilla from no! Kroger. I mean, no! it's no! straight up, dude. No. I eat so many. I hate chocolate. No. That's the thing. I hate chocolate. No, I do like stuff oh. like moose tracks. I do, but it's all vanilla based, right? Cookies and cream, you know those kind of things. Oh, but no. I tell you, dude, I, of of everything that I eat, I will take you to some bougie restaurants. I will teach you how to eat frog legs. I will do all that stuff. Sushi, oysters, but it comes to ice cream. Man, there's something different about that vividly vanilla. You go to Kroger, get that. Don't just get regular Hagenas vanilla. You get vividly vanilla. It's just, it's right on point, man. Is it BS? <laughs> Your face is BS. <laughs> oh, man. No, 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 no. All right. Well, now that you've given well, me what such would a you think my answer. What, what would you think my, my flavor would be? I don't know something better than just vanilla. Even even if it's just it's like not just vanilla, it's vividly <laughs> vanilla. Vividly vanilla. Let me get okay. that. Okay, right get, next to it. Let me get it. that piece of a beaver more. Right next. To, okay, some of you don't know what that reference is. I know what that reference is. But that's funny. So for nope. those that don't know the reference, why don't you Google where they get vanilla extract from? <laughs> don't do it, kids. You'll regret it. But right next to it, still another white boy flavor. Birthday cake. I like the 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 Mayfield birthday cake ice cream. Okay. All right. 
whatever you say. Okay, look, look. Screw your judgment. You listen to me, you one percenter. I grew up poor. I didn't get a birthday party until I was six, and then 10, and then 12. I mean, I got robbed. And one of my favorite things in the 80s is that buttercream ice cream that once it sits out for like an hour, it gets hard and crusty. They don't make it anymore. And there's nothing like <laughs> vanilla cake with that, that buttercream sugar whipped ice icing on it and a big old dollop of vanilla ice cream just <sighs> So for me, if I'm going with something basic, relatively basic, it's going to be uh, brownie batter with brownie pieces in it. Okay. Or, or uh, cookie dough, cookie dough ice cream. That's, that's pretty basic as well. Um, but if I'm going, you're such a, bit, a basic white girl. Wow. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. let me let me guess. Next was gonna be like, let me guess. Next was gonna be chocolate chunk fudge ripple. No. Pumpkin spice. <laughs> Gross. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, it would be uh, coconut ice cream with oh, chocolate blah. chunks in it. Blah. No, ba basically, like like mound. So you, you, yeah. you want to like eat it. suntan lotion in frozen form. That's what you want to eat. <laughs> yeah. Make fun of mine. I don't, I don't hardly use suntan lotion. So whatever but you, you know the You know what it is? Coconut. It's always coconut. It's always coconut. And every coconut that's out there <laughs> tastes like that stupid sunscreen smells. Okay. Okay. Are you just thinking of the the... The scene from Dumb and Dumber with the asking for the lotion, boys. No, I got it. I knew it. That's exactly what you're thinking of. Now, if there's, there's any reference from Dumb and Dumber, right down the street. If it was anything from Dumb and Dumber, it'd have been pre-show where you're in there doing the Dumb and Dumber <laughs> flush and breaking everything. Wow. Yeah. Nothing broke. Nah, neither it didn't break in the movie either, did it? <laughs> Are you okay? God, that's such a stupid, funny scene. Such a I, I saw scene. I saw a bit of artwork for that scene, and I was like, this would be perfect for Charles. I almost sent you a picture of it the other day. Anyway, anyway, ice cream. You know what? You know what people should do right now? Do you know what they should do? What? They should pause listening to this and go. Call your daddy. Leave a voicemail. Wiseandnerdy.com slash call dad. And let us know what their favorite type of ice cream is. You make it sound like I just edited that in on the podcast. <laughs> Didn't you? Didn't you? Never know. But you did. All right. It is time. Roll that dice. All right, we have number three. Dear underscore. It's not even called that anymore, Kurt, for crying out loud. Yeah. Advise me, Daddy. Nope. Wrong one. Wrong one. Let's try again. Dear underscore. Oh, people, come on. Let Daddy decide. There we go. 
Let daddy decide. My I son coming thought, in clutch. I thought with the new buttons, you'd be more professional. <laughs> oh, man. And this one comes from you. Yeah, for a second, I thought you put it in because I didn't remember it. Um, So, I like to find a versus for let daddy decide. So, this one is how you act at home versus anywhere else. And this was specifically about you, Mr. Ard. Wow. Because you, you, you even did on the last episode, we're talking about Dragon Clan. Man, you know. I, I want my kids around a party and you, you, I'll suggest certain TV shows, even on like, no, there's just words. I don't want to hear yet. So that's at home. Yet, <laughs> at Dragon Con, you will be at the pot show. You'll be at the blood feud. You will recount the story where somebody's on a panel and they said some words that should not come out of your mouth, sir. And I'm like, Joe, well, I'm just recount. I'm just telling you the story. I don't understand, Joe. I don't understand. <laughs> oh man, you're you're not wrong. I can't even rebuff it. You're you're not wrong. I, I and do. I get it. I, mean, I like it. I I I I just trying to understand the the flow between the two for you. I, I do have a bit, a bit less inhibitions when it comes to Dragon Con, and it has nothing to do with anything I'm consuming. It's just living on the atmosphere i guess um but yeah i i don't i don't know where you want me to go with it because it's I, true I, I'm it's literally, accurate. I'm literally, even there was like what's up with joe i was like i know i don't know <laughs> what's up with joe because you were serious I, I believe you you were serious about you know if i say hey uh, i recommended something to you that I forgot had words and stuff in it or whatever not that long ago and you like tried it with your wife and you're like yeah like in the first 10 minutes, there was like six F-bombs, so we turned it off. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And that's sincere. That is sincere. In the first six seconds of botch, there's 15 F-bombs, and you're just laughing. You're, and I'm just trying to understand the, the flow is all. Yeah. <sighs> to be honest, like I go to the botched one mostly to support them because I don't listen to their podcast right. or anything. Um. Now I I do find the blood feud pretty funny well, more than I really you, ought you, to. You try to monkey with that wrench. I sure do. Uh, I I am on the I am one of the judges there. Um, but yeah, it, but to be honest, the botched one this year again, it is not kid friendly, not at all. Uh, they're they're it's honestly not Joe friendly for the most part. It's it's not. Uh, but the, the premise was was pretty good this year. I, I think it's better than than the past several years. To be honest, not that their past several years were bad. Um, I just I don't know it. It hooked me, but then again, I'm I'm a sucker for alternate universe stories in yeah. general. Um, like for instance, I I recently started rewatching Sliders, um, and you know, cheesy cheesy is all get out graphics, but I am I'm a sucker for alternate reality stories in general. Period. Yeah, I love. Um, I do I do like Sliders. It's a good one. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to shame you. You sound ashamed. That's not my I'm, intent. I, I have been oh. shamed. Joe, 
Joe, we forgot to play any of the uh, speak pipes from the last episode. Yeah, we did. That's okay. We're going to have to play them all in this one. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to to do that. So. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I know anything I say, somebody is going to think I'm making it up and that's okay. But like Joe, Joe's, Joe and I are talking about a panel and like, yeah, this didn't feel right for me. He's like, yeah, you should have been here at the beginning. They said Farfanugan. And, and then <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it just shot. And it was not Farfanugan, but I, it just shocked me. And like, that I said. And then it. he's like, and then 30 seconds later, I think he saw how much you shot me. He did it again. And he was like, I got it the first time. You know, that's just, that's just as shocking. Uh, seriously, as, as Phil came and sat down with me and got as serious as he could be and be like, look, man, I found Jesus. I really want to pray with you right now. And I'm like, what is going on? Joe's saying Farfanugans and you want to pray with me. It's crazy. Did did uh he say that to you? Did he no, sit down and say of course it? not. <laughs> he would burst into flames if he wanted to say a prayer. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, but but uh, uh, my wife. So I want to I want to know if you see that you see me here on the show. We've interacted alone a lot, uh, and then of course you've been around me when in the house with Aaron, and then of course she's at the console. She didn't say it during the con, but many times. She'll say, oh, you get weird around your friends. You start being weird. So do you see a difference in anything? And do you find me flowing differently in those senses when she's around? Um, no, but I mean, I almost always see you around your friends. So I don't really see you. But you don't see me lot. around her. Do I change like yeah. when she comes around? No, not really. I don't think At least, so. I mean, but your wife would know better than I, right? <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah, I I I definitely Yeah, I I definitely have less inhibitions when I get to Dragon Con. It's you know or what? or when I or when I'm in the car for 12 hours and hopped up on oh, mountain, no. you know what oh no that didn't new. even compare to Dragon Con. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about some interestingly weird stuff in the car but yeah it's a different it's a different vibe and it's it's it's, see here's what i think is true still truly authentic about it is that you are never truly judging on things and so i think like with the bot stuff it is very much a here's a a an adventure to go on and you ride on the energy and you enjoy the energy there or if you and I are working on a, a specific specific panel and you're just recounting facts, you know, it's a little different. But it is to me, everything's everything. I'm always doing a show. I like my wife. No, okay, I think maybe that's maybe how I act a little differently when my friends are around. But when you guys are around, well, one, you don't live with me. So I mean, if we spent like four or five hours just sitting in the back, well, we did. We got in the car. I didn't do a show the whole time we're in the car. It started off. Doo, 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 doo. You thought about Eventually, it. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a whole different story. I'm telling you, somebody, you know, one of these days we're gonna start making some documentaries, man. That that 28 hour ride cut together, you know, in a, in a, a miniseries. Uh, yeah. I think, I think people have found really freaking interesting, and we might could have even have sold it to like Netflix. But yeah, you know, I didn't want to do we that anything either. About- we talked about like every any like no topic was was off the table during that road trip. We talked yeah. about 
we the whole gambit. So, so that might be what my wife sees uh, sometimes is like, you know, do the show, you know, I, but here's the thing, what she didn't realize is what I call the show, right? The performance set up, it's also kind of like flirting. And when everybody likes to be flirted with now, if a guy thinks I'm hitting on him, that's a whole different game. But what they don't realize is like when I'm doing the show, I'm doing things that if I were trying to attract a lady to me and I'm flirting with her, depending on the audience, right? You know, there's things I'll say to Phil that I won't say to you, but it's, it's your audience and I'll do that. And, and she doesn't understand she's with me a lot. And so she sees a lot of down days, a lot of tired days in between shows, as it were like, you know, you know, I'm sure when you and I get off of this, we're on a little bit of a high, but tomorrow we're back at work and it's just normal again. She sees that. And the thing is, when I start doing the show on her, when I start like dunking on her with dumb jokes and making fun of her a little bit, or I just say the random things that come out of my head, like I do on the show and it makes her laugh. And, and I think the only weirdness that she might see in me is I do that, but in front of them. You know, I start trying to dunk on her a little bit, but I dunk on everybody, you know, because I'm super tall and I can reach the goal without jumping. So, <laughs> yeah, that. oh man. See, and that's the other thing. That's the other thing. You tell all these stories about Papa Nascar, God rest his soul. And yet, you, by my assessment, try to be way more safe and rigid that he was yeah you turned out all right and i think i think i think the dragon con energy is papa nascar's energy. nascar energy yeah yeah <laughs> i would not be surprised that, if a bobcat a stuffed uh, bobcat in a cage showed up at one of our shows one day not a real one because yeah, that's not good to bring but you know, <laughs> I, it, that's dragon con energy there's not really anything that surprises you nazi nuns okay Yep, everybody went, well, Saw it. that's a thing. Saw it, it. It was there. But it wasn't like, oh, my God. And, I mean, I think I think, I think, maybe you do have a little bit of religion in you. And maybe you go a little too strict <laughs> arbitrarily when you really, I believe, truly understand words are just words. And if you really like the content, it doesn't matter if there's six F-bombs in 10 minutes. Yeah. You know your wife listens, so you don't want to answer. But guys, quit blinking. I can read Morse code. Well, I understand so, what you're blinking at me. Uh, my my wife and I we did watch. This was uh, about a month or two back. Uh, Night Agent. I mentioned it on the air, and it it had more f bombs than we would have normally watched. Um, but did y'all actually care in the moment? Uh, yeah, we cringed a couple of times because so much of that is unnecessary, in my opinion. Like there's some that it's it's accentuating a point, whereas sometimes it's just gratuitous, you know, um, like I think about there's uh, an F-bomb in antitrust. If you've ever seen antitrust and yes. and it's at the climax and it's like, bam, to accentuate just how messed up this guy is and just yeah. sure. So you was know. it necessary? Probably not, but it, it definitely emphasized the point that was being driven in. Do you know, before we move on, what the funniest F-bomb is ever? Uh, no. It's a Christian Slater movie. I, I never remember the title, excuse me, title, but the whole concept was at least for a period of time in, I think, New York City, San Francisco. 
a civilian could own a police station. You could have private police stations and you'd get your own district and all this other stuff. So Christian Slater and his brother have bought one, but you have to meet certain goals or it gets taken away or shut down. It's an eighties, nineties, early late eighties, early nineties kind of movie. And there's this scene where his brother is you straight lace, everything. Christian Slater is me, you know, the kind of screw up wild kid, whatever. And, Christian Slater is just doing the, eh, man, it's all right. It's all right. And the straight laced brother goes, it is not all right. All right. It's a PG 13 film. It is not all right. It is. And every time he says an F bomb, it bleeps it. And Slater's sitting there, wide eyed. And we are honest, we're laughing, wide eyed. And he goes, and then it did not bleep the last F bomb he used. It's so hilarious. So hilarious the way they did that for the film. Is that a cuffs? Cuffs. It is cuffs. I've never actually seen it, but uh, I Googled it just curious yeah. what it was called. Cuffs. I'm a huge From- Christian Slater fan. I watched a lot of his stuff in the, the 80s and 90s. And but yeah, cuffs. I, I can't He's- say it's a good movie. I just remember that part. And I remember enjoying it because I like Christian <laughs> Slater, but that moment is so funny. Yeah, he he played some weird roles. <laughs> a lot of weird roles. But yeah. He's a good actor. Good actor. He hasn't done any. I, I assume he's still alive. He hasn't uh, done anything he's in Mr. Robot. Uh, all oh. three seasons. I do believe he is a voice in some animation, either movie or series. I saw recently. Uh, he's working. He's just not like starring Christian Slater as you know John Wick five or anything. Okay. There we go. And actually. Yeah. You might really dig Mr. Robot. Um, it was a UFX show, USA show. I can't remember. Um, oh, and he was in Willow, the TV series. Yes, he was. Yes, he that was. you can't can't watch anymore because they already pulled it off of Disney Plus. Did they? Yeah, they they pulled it off of Disney Plus so that they could take the tax write off for the loss of it because it wasn't performing well. <laughs> man so. we need to roll that dice but disney's killing me in stocks they they are tanking so hard yeah yeah they are roll that dice i said that kid god <laughs> number six it's your favorite it is absolutely uh. your favorite waka waka bad dad jokes all right, I've got the paper that I that I threatened you with last time. You said something like blackmail paper or something. <laughs> this came from your house. This paper right here. I don't like where you're going. Oh, I do remember. <laughs> now you said I remember. I do. It took me a minute, but didn't... Uh... One of my kids write down a bunch of dad jokes. Ryland came up to me and said, here, this is for your show. I'm giving it to you because if I gave it to my dad, he'd throw it away. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. All right. Here we go. Why did the officer arrest a duck? I don't know. Because it was selling quack. (laughs) The emphasis you put on that. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. 
Uh, Courtesy of Ryland. You know what? If what? Uh, if you call in and leave at our audience, if you call in and leave a dad joke, just label it as a dad joke and we will play it during this segment. It's true. That's true. Do it. When you put in the names, put in dad joke. Yeah. It'll be great. We want to hear your best. Dad oh, jokes. it'll be the worst thing ever, but we'll still do it. <laughs> I, I love I love seeing Charles groan. I'm not going to lie. It's a guilty I don't pleasure. Get it. It's just the dumbest <laughs> thing. It's like assuming it's okay. that you, you, you have to be stupid to tell the joke. <laughs> well, it doesn't become a dad joke until it becomes a parent. <laughs> you don't get two. Trash and whatnot. <laughs> so, for those of you uh, who are listening on the podcast, Charles literally took off his headphones and threw them down <laughs> after I said that. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> it's not called good dad jokes. <laughs> well, because that's no such thing. Oh man. All right. Do you roll think roll that dice? Yeah, roll the dice. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> All righty. Uh, Stay tuned for this commercial break. Cool. Yeah, let's try this again. So I'm gonna start the music quietly. You'll hit one of the buttons, then we'll bring it up loud. We'll do our thing for thirty seconds or so, and then I'll bring it down quiet, and you hit the other button. You got it. All right. This is where you hit the button. Donate to your daddy. Patreon.com slash wise and nerdy. Call oh, your daddy and leave a Oh, I'm so disappointed in you, Joe. Good daddy. No, That's okay. My, no. My, my son, my son isn't. Good daddy. I'm, I'm sorry, kid. You and your dad are both trash right now. Trash. Wow. You said you got it. Wow. You said you got it. And then you didn't what? got it. Wow. Wait. Am I the butt face? There's <laughs> 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 a little dancing face with that. Oh, I've given you way too much power with this whole soundboard thing. <laughs> that is crazy. <sighs> we'll do it again next week. Help me, Daddy. Mm, there's no help. There's no help. <laughs> What's Roll next? that dice. Number two. Daddy, can you tell me a story? Mm. Mm. I don't know, kid. <laughs> your, your bad dad joke was bad. Well, that's my kid's bad dad joke. Uh, <laughs> all right. Tell me a story, Daddy. All right. Well, my final manager update with uh, my current manager, such a great manager. 
There has been some interesting developments since I got the job offer. Really? Yeah, so he he didn't bother reaching out himself. He had my team lead reach out to me and was like, is there anything we can do to keep you? <laughs> and and I, I'm sitting there thinking, I told you months and months ago that if you wanted to keep me, I needed a sizable raise. So little too little too late on that. And uh, yeah, my, my team lead was like, look, I know what the answer is going to be, but I'm asking you just so I can go back to the manager and say, I asked you. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, him and I talked about that. And then um, what he's been having me do this last week was do um, sessions that he calls knowledge transfer sessions, where I do like little training sessions on specific applications that we yeah, support. Fair. Yeah, it, it is super fair. Now, the problem is, and you being in the medical field as well, will uh, will definitely um, see the issue with this. Um, all of our applications display PHI. Okay. For the civilians, what is PHI? Uh, protected health insurance or information. health information. Okay. Also, sometimes um, it's personal, but it's the same thing. Protected personal. It's, it's yep. your, you know, your identity with your social and your birthday. It's that, but it's medical. So it's your, your, your personal medical stuff. Yeah. Medical diagnosis, anything yeah. like that. Even, even technically, uh, dates of doctor's visits and claim numbers and things like that as well. So anyway, Basically, all of our applications show PHI. And he had told us in the past that he had gotten permission from our director to record these knowledge transfer sessions, even if they showed PHI. <laughs> so for those on the podcast, Charles's eyes just got <laughs> real big. Yeah. Real big. Okay. Sure so <laughs> That's last, not a week, thing. last week, last week, I asked him again, I said, before I do these knowledge transfer sessions, you did get permission to record these sessions, even if they show PHI, correct? Because that's what he told us. He told all of us and we because everyone in our department was like, uh, no, that is illegal. You don't need to be recording this. That is not right. Um, and so during this meeting where he was telling me he wanted me to do these knowledge transfers. He was like, Oh, uh, you're going to be showing PHI. And I'm like, yeah, all of our applications have PHI. Like that's literally what we do. And he's like, Oh, uh, um, uh, and my team lead was in there too. And he was like, Hey, uh, you told us you had permission to record these with PHI because they were being stored in a um, access restricted G drive. And and he's like, well, um, uh, uh, and so after him and Han, he's like, I, I, I better I better double check with uh, our our director. So he double text checks with the director. Guess what? Nope. He he never had permission to record PHI ever, 
even though he told us he did. So now he has to go out and delete all of the knowledge transfer sessions that he'd recorded that have PHI in them. And so it's like this guy, I, I, I half wonder if he even knows what constitutes PHI, to be completely honest. Um, so I'm going to ask you what changed if he if he stood up to all you guys before, like, no, 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 affirmation. But this time I was like, hey, wait a minute. Are you uh, you showing that? I need to check something. I, I don't know what changed, but the the main reason that I asked that is because the last couple of times I've, I've met with him during our quote unquote one-on-ones. And I, I say quote unquote, because my team lead right. has been joining us. Yeah. Um, I've been recording them, the audio, because Tennessee is a single, um, participant. Yep. Uh, recording state. So since I am consenting to the recording, I was going to explain okay. what that means. So I looked that up very, very early on in, in podcasting as well. <clears throat> when in certain states like California, both parties have to disclose if they're recording. It's a, it's a, it's laws regarding who can be recorded when and where. And Tennessee is much like Georgia. I can record whatever I want because only one of us has to under, know that we're being recorded. And so yeah. that's what you're talking about is you are protecting yourself in the meetings, recording the audio just in case something came back that said, no, this was different. Yep. And so because I knew that PHI was going to be displayed, I wanted to have it recorded that he because I thought he was just going to say, yeah, no, we can record it. Um, and so but no, he hemmed and hawed and, and backpedaled. Um, and so, yeah, so he ended wow. up recording. He ended up not recording one of the sessions and the other session. I went out of my way to not display any PHI. Um and so, yeah, he recorded that one, but, oh man. I know what got you is you've done too much automation. And the moment you hit record for the audio, even though you thought you couldn't see it, the big red on air light over the Arcanine went on. And he goes, wait, 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 I'm being trapped here. <laughs> oh, and that's, that's another thing. I, you know, forever ago, I talked about how he got after me and threatened to send me to HR if I didn't put turn on my webcam during our one on ones. Yeah, he didn't even bother turning on his webcam this last time. I had it on and that was it. He didn't even bother. I'm like, awesome. You made such a big stink about it. And now you, you don't care. Awesome. And so <laughs> and today. During I, I went out to lunch with some of the people I work with today, some of uh, some of them were talking about uh, what they could do to either get him fired or get him sent to another department because yeah. everybody. Well, except maybe the, the people who have been hired within the past six months or a year, pretty much everyone is like, no, this guy is not a good fit at all. He's a condescending jerk who thinks he's the smartest person in every meeting. And yeah, yeah. But we have to be careful what we say, even at meetings that he's not at, because he hired his best friend to be a team lead without a team. Oh, and I found out Wait, that that don't math. Oh, yeah. No, he, he hired him as a team lead. He's he's in the system as a team lead. He's a grade 12, uh, but he doesn't have a team. And he was hired. He was hired for a project that might not even happen. And even if it does happen, it's over a year away. And wow. so, yeah, I, I honestly don't know what that guy is doing with his day to day stuff. Um, but 
I do know. So I, my current position is a pay grade 10. Not that that really matters in the long scheme of things, but, um, it illustrates the point. I asked him what their plan was for the, to fill my, basically my responsibilities. And he's having his friend who's a pay grade 12, the team lead without a team and, and a new hire who I think is a pay grade nine. So a nine and a 12 are yeah, combining, yeah. are, com- are combining to take, take my responsibilities on. And my team leads like, yeah, this is going to suck. It's, this is going to be real bad. They're not going <laughs> to get anything done. And so basically my team leads like, they're not going to, the t- these two people aren't going to be able to fulfill, to fill my shoes in doing there's things that they need to need done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got, I got a similar story kind of, uh, but Hey, Rob Roberts, Rob Roberts of Vogue network popped in and, uh, uh, he came to the after party as well for dragon con had we had a great time sitting around talking yeah, to his husband, Alan, Alan's great. Um, very cool. Uh, so which it was Alan's first, first dragon con too. Yes. So yeah, he said he's going to be coming back and bringing panels with him, which is all we want. That's always awesome. Awesome. So I love being on camera. I have nothing to hide. I thought about this a long, long time ago as a paramedic going, we need to put, you know, a camera in the back of the truck and why wouldn't we perform in the light? I'd rather have somebody go, Hey, this is what you did wrong. And let's educate you and catch it before I actually do something wrong, uneducated <coughs> and, uh, uh, kill somebody. Right. I just saw the bug bites thing. I said, y'all get, you should be used well, to it. Tennessee. He's, real, a, real he's quick. a soft skin, California boy, but you should be used it to it, Joe. It doesn't show this in in Streamyards, but uh, Rob with Vogue Network actually raided us with a party of seven. So thank you for the raid, Rob. Oh, hey, cool, thanks. Yeah, I didn't see that in Streamyard. That's very cool. Um, so here's my similar to I talk about we should be able to perform in the light, and, and you know I do everything on camera. I love. I'm always assuming I'm being recorded anyway. I mean, go to the grocery store, you go, you go <coughs> out and about. I mean, there's cameras everywhere. People are using their cell phones, whatever, <coughs> um, and. I've been pushing to have security cameras in all of our bases because there's just too much, too many people like to hide things. And when you can hide things, it's just dumb and it's bad. That something happened, nothing major, nothing criminal, but something kind of bad happened. It got me my door to say, ta-da, now it's time. And the boss was like, yep, let's do this. So I've been slowly but surely putting in cameras everywhere. Now, every inch of my base is covered in cameras. There's there. Well, okay. I take that back. Obviously not bathrooms, but there's actually a small, tiny little hallway and a bunk room that doesn't have a camera in it. Some, but 90% of my base is covered. And if something stupid happens, thank you, Rob. Bye. Uh, if something stupid happens, um, I'll be putting a camera in that room, uh, because I can't, because here's the number one thing. And I had to point this out. So I, I've gone to other bases and everybody wants to resist. Just, oh my God. Everybody gets so weird about, we have cameras on our trucks too. We have cameras everywhere. And it really has been for safety. The most of the time that we, I'd say out of the five or six times we've used the cameras, like to pull some footage, I, I say it six times, five out of those six times, it was to prove that the crew was doing right and to do something safe to help protect the crew. 
the sixth time was to catch somebody doing something wrong and mm. shouldn't have been doing something wrong. It, but it, it was not a witch hunt. It was very much a complaint got called in. So I knew where to dial this thing in. It took me the better part of eight hours off and on through the day to dial. Cause I have to keep requesting. Nope. That's not a request. Okay. No, it was, it was a lot. Um, all that being said is I just went up to one of the last bases that we have for me to put in cameras and they knew it was coming and they're sitting here like, uh, there's a camera in the office. There's a camera. What, what if I want to have a confidential conversation? I'm like, that's what your car is for. You know, I mean, a little bit flippant because I've heard this over and over again. Oh, you're going to listen. We can't say anything. We're going to get fired. I'm like, I try, I give him one explanation, Joe, one explanation of, Hey, you don't understand how many hours of video, there's six cameras minimum in each base. You don't understand how many hours so at yeah, one minute at a time it's recording based on motion for me to just randomly find that one moment where you're talking bad about the company, which honestly, I don't really care if you do that, you know, in <laughs> well, confidentiality, I care if it, you do that to the about- patients. It's all about the the purpose of the cameras. You're probably not even reviewing the tapes unless someone specifically asks for something uh-huh. and you have to uh, basically you audit it at a specific time stamp or time frame. 100% um, Joe, 100%. So, but they don't hear it. They're like, "It's weird. It's creepy. It's not. It's not. I'm like I, and, and how you do anything is how you do everything. And no, it's not different like you are recorded everywhere but your own house. And, the, and you're recorded oh, there half the time. They're, too. they're looking at me. Weird now, right? you, have an, you have an Alexa. They're listening. <laughs> yeah. You know, somebody, I love when people like to put out like, how does, if Google's not always listening to you say the wake words, how's it listening for the wake words? Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, you go to Walmart because they looked at me confused. Like, no, you go to Walmart and you're well, that's different. No, it's not. No, it's not. That person next to you could literally just be following you and videoing you. How many videos you hit like on on TikTok that are that same thing where somebody got busted saying something dumb because their friend was recording them? So anyway, yep. it's, it's dumb stuff. I'm very happy that you're going to start your new job here Monday, I think you said. Yeah. Yep. Start on Monday. I mean, I've already been... Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to do my own stuff. I'm on call this week for my current position as well. And I've been trying to do all these knowledge transfers and getting random IMs. And I've also started getting meetings for my new position as well. It's been, it's been kind of a hectic week, to be honest. Oh, and you called so, out like three days cause you had to pretend to be sick, yeah, riding my coattails. Yeah, Last week, uh, so we had Monday off because of Labor Day, uh, and we were at DragonCon. Um, I went to work Tuesday, and then I was I took PTO the rest of the the week just from feeling sick. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I but kind I'm of squeeze in half moments of sick days. I took Tuesday to die and come back again. <laughs> I mean, I was exhausted Monday night, right? Then I had to get up at, <coughs> sorry, I had to get up at six in the morning to take Kurt to the airport. And I came back and by eight and went back to sleep till about two in the afternoon. Didn't do much on Tuesday, but I still did some stuff. Wednesday, I'm back running. And even though I've been off and on sick, I've still been having to do stuff and, and, and things. So I think if I could get a full day of just sleep till you wake up, sit on the couch, watching, 
you know, whatever TV show I want to catch up on eating noodle soup, I think I'd be fine, but it's, it's doing what it's doing. Yeah. See, I was looking at my PTO balance and I've got to use like, I think five or six days before the end of the year, or I lose them because we're only allowed to roll over 20 days of PTO at the end of the year. How many freaking days you have? <laughs> uh, that is one of the best benefits of my current position. I get 25 PTO days a year. Wow. And then on, on top of that, I have 11 paid holidays as well. So that's nice. Yeah. And so I can and we can roll over up to 20. So theoretically, if I was to use all of my PTO next year, 45, I would I would have 45 days plus the 11 paid holidays. Do they have rules on how much you can take at one shot? Uh, it, no, as long as you're as long as your manager approves it. So, so but all if I, hear, I ever all I hear is you can take like a month off. So I have some PTO left for vacation with the family. And then we can still do some live cons with wise and nerdy because you be at home most of the time. Just, Hey, Hey, I'm here. I'm here to help you, baby. Oh, I'll be gone for a few hours. I'll come back. Don't worry about it. But that's yeah, the so, show. Yeah, everybody. I, I, <laughs> I, and I've got a coworker. She gets, I think, 32 days a year, but she's been with the company longer than I've been alive. Um, and she she loses like a week or two of PTO every year because she just doesn't take it. It gets so. to a point where, I mean, if you're doing your job, especially if you love your job and you're good at it, it gets to a point where you can't take off that much time. Because when you really, yep. excuse me, you really don't need it. And two, your projects get behind or get messed up. Yeah. My, my first, my first team lead, when I started here, he would take every either Thursday or Friday, depending on when meetings were, he would take every Thursday or Friday off from September until the end of the year, because he just had so yeah. much PTO and, and he was on a grandfathered plan as well. So he had his rollover 20, he had like 40 sitting in a bank from when he was grandfathered in. Plus he got 32 a year wow. plus the 11 plus the 11. So if he really wanted to, he could have taken off like a uh, hundred days. <laughs> it, it in one year, if he consumed it all. But what he ended up doing is when he retired, they had to pay all of that out. So, yeah, yeah. I get and, and what they what they did what they used to do uh, for the first couple of years I worked here and then they got rid of it is at the end of the year you could actually sell back your extra PTO for half half of it so you would sell back a day and get paid for four hours of work. Can uh, you donate it to somebody in need? Let's say you know somebody's at a hospital for any like yeah you can good yeah you yeah you can so they they allow that as well um, and that I mean. From a financial standpoint, that makes a lot of sense for the company because the people who have a lot of PTO are usually those that have been with the company longer and their PTO is quote unquote worth more right. because uh, because they get paid more per hour. Um, and so, and yeah, but yeah, they do. They allow that. Um, we, yeah, my, my company has really good benefits in general. So 
It sounds like it. And, and you transferring to a new department doesn't change how you get your PTO or anything like that. Cause it's all about your pay grade and yep. time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. I, I, I knew a guy that I think he worked at Georgia Pacific since he was like a teenager. And by the time I met him, he was in his mid to late forties. He, he became some kind of regional manager or something that traveled and yeah, he couldn't use his vacation all up. So he, he would get in the year he would, because of how he started and how long he'd been with the company and all whatever grandfather programs or whatever. And now that he's still like a regional director, three months of vacation every year he would recruit. <laughs> and he couldn't take it because yep. I mean, he, he would literally, he would take a month off. Like, you know, every year it's this month. That's the slowest time of his year. He's like, I'm going to take a month off, take the wife and the RV and go do whatever. And, but yeah, he still would have like two months of vacation to be able to use if he wanted to. Yeah. We have, we have quite a few foreign workers, especially Indian workers who will just take a sabbatical and take a month and go back to India and visit their yeah. family. Yeah. Um, and not always with their PTO. Some of that is, is often unpaid. Like we had a, um, a new hire, that recently did that took a month and went uh, with unpaid time. But have you heard of, uh, I forget what the word is like hushcation, hush vacation or hush working where people like yourself, you work from home, right? And you can basically do that anywhere, especially if you did the whole blur background zoom thing, whatever. And that's a thing that should be more encouraged in companies is what the analysts were saying. But the, the th it's hush because you're secretly, instead of being at home in Tennessee, you're going to Hawaii and you're going to spend two weeks in Hawaii with the family, except you're still going to log in. You're going to do your work. You're not going to take any PTO because you can be at the meetings. You can do your thing. And some companies are even more flexible on time. So, you know, time zones and all that won't matter. And that's the thing. And they were showing where people who are doing this were way more productive because you get inspired when you're in a new place and you're thinking differently, or you know that, hmm. Hey, at the end of the day, I'm just going to shut this off and walk five feet out to the crystal clear ocean and chill on the <laughs> beach. You know, it's pretty cool. Roll that dice. Roll that dice. This kid is so disrespectful. Every time he repeats what I have to say. <laughs> All right, we've got... What are you nerding out about now? Interesting that the dice went that way. All right. Uh, well, I am nerding out about getting creative right now. Uh, even leading into Dragon Con, I was, I've was i been going through the high-performance coaching from Brendan Burchard, and it's really been changing my focus and how I push things and how I see things. And it, it, we talked about it on the last show. It pushed me into doing finding the stories more in the morning. And tomorrow I'm actually supposed to do more of a podcast day than a, a paperwork day for work. And, and you know, I'm going to be working on finding the stories. I'll be working on one EMS. And ever since, even before going into Dragon Con, oh, I'll talk about my inspiration that I get there, but I've been doing a lot more interactive videos on, on TikTok. Uh, whereas, and I want to do one with you, Joe, and I was going to do it here. It's like, oh, cool. I have, I like holding it up to the screen, but then I realized my phone won't hear you. But I was going to ask you, hey, Joe, you know, easy advice to give is something that we go, why didn't I think of that? Or it seems like, Hey, you should know this, but it's not always easy to live. So what's easy, some easy advice to give Joe, when you want to change positions in your company, you know, something like that. And then you give your easy advice. And I've been doing that more and more and more. 
and uh, loving it. Just loving that I, I feel more connected, feel more created. I'm doing two of those a day, one on my channel, that's easy advice to give, one on uh, 1EMS where I'm trying to stitch videos and give my opinion on what's going on in the EMS world with that and, and try to educate and show what we do as 1EMS and bring it together. Uh, you know, my, my podcast, on the stories, I, I'm ready to rock and roll on that and tomorrow's supposed to be that day. Uh, but the inspiration I got, the biggest thing that I'm learning out about being creative right now, and it's like I said, it's leading into Dragon. Con. I was already changing my my insight and my intent and everything going into Dragon Con. And I sat at the table that first morning with Ming Chen, who wasn't supposed to be there, and had a great conversation. And then went, as soon as we ended up, hey man, if you give me, uh, can I get five minutes? I do a channel called That's Easy Advice to Give. I'd like to ask your easy advice. And he said, sure. And I flipped around, sat next to him. And I think I did ultimately did five or six. Give me some easy advice moments at dragon con and just post one a day and you tagged people and did the hashtags and all that. And it's gotten some really good traction there and some good feedback on it. But that's, that's what I've been learning okay. about. There you go. Um, what I've been nerding out about, well, actually, this one is actually from DevoSite. DevoSite, la during our last recording, mentioned that he was hopping off to uh, watch Wheel of Time. Uh, so I've, as a caveat, I've only read half the books. I think there's four, 12 or 14 of them. Um, but uh, Prime, Amazon Prime, uh, has... Uh, the series they've got the first season out and the second season just started. And, um, I know nothing about it other than it's a big geek thing. And there actually yeah. have been wheel of time conferences, cons, if you will. Yeah. So wheel of time is an epic fantasy. Uh, a lot, a lot of detail, kind of like how Lord of the Rings, there's tons and tons and tons of detail. It's very verbose. Um, same thing with Wheel of Time. It's a very verbose structure and everything like that. Um, the gist of the story, I guess, without going too much into it, is the magic in the world is separated uh, between men and women. There's, It's like yin and yang okay. forms of magic. So... They call it the one source, but how it's used between men and women is different. And the male half of magic was tainted ages ago by someone that they call that they call the dark one. Um, <laughs> the taint is halfway in between the dark side and the light. Anyway. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you didn't want to laugh at that, but you did. <laughs> and the the reason it's called Wheel of Time is because it there is a ton about reincarnation. The it, it says it over and over and over in the series, like at the beginning of basically every book, how the Wheel of Time keeps spinning. What's old is new again, and like it has a whole spiel that it goes on. Um, and so it's, it's all about reincarnation. And there's a prophecy that someone called the dragon will be reborn and will either save the world or destroy it. And so uh, that's the whole folks. They don't know who it is, but um, it is a it's a male character uh, who 
can use the one the one source and one of the problems with the taint in the male form of the one source is that it okay the corruption whatever you want to I call just, it i'm 13 right now i just it, it's all is, here now is that historically if a male uses the one source they go crazy they lose their mind okay but um, women are born crazy so they can just handle it <laughs> i mean i don't know i'm asking for a friend the, so the the ladies and the, they the way that they access this the one source doesn't it doesn't have the corruption in it so they they don't have that issue with using the one source I'm not saying that they're not crazy or sane or whatever so there's uh, really two sources but there's two f- forms of the sort like it's so almost they, like I'm enjoying mouse like. One sure. source has nuts, the other's nothing. <laughs> yeah, sure. Mounds exactly. don't come um, on. So, so, so they made <laughs> they made the series, and they had so the series was originally created by Robert uh, Jordan, and he knew he was dying. So he took extensive notes on how the story was supposed to finish and told his wife to find another author to finish the story. So Brandon Sanderson was asked to finish the story. That's a name I recognize kind of. Yeah. And he, he wrote the last three books uh, to round it off. And, and he's, he's had some great interviews about his experience with that and how looking at Robert Jordan's notes has changed his approach to story making and whatnot. But anyway, so the reason I bring up Brandon Sanderson is he was brought on as, as a, um, creative consultant or whatever the, whatever the phrase sure. is for the, for the series. And he has been very vocal that they basically ignored his feedback. Um, so, but you've read some of the books and you're watching the show, right? I watched the first series. I haven't started this or the first season. How I haven't started. Do you feel about it? They butchered some characters, something fierce. Like my favorite character, his name's Perrin. They destroyed his character like real bad real 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 bad um so we'll like it's almost morbid curiosity that keeps me watching it at this point to be completely honest okay um and and maybe people who haven't read the book series will or maybe people that don't like Perrin will will think differently but um from everything i've seen from fans of the book series they are not happy with because they made a lot of sweeping changes to not just the story, but the core aspects of what that character is. They, they made a lot of changes. Hmm. And so, yeah, um, we'll see, we'll see where they go, uh, with it. Um, it, it's not, it's not a bad series per se, but as far as, I, I mean, it's it's not Aragon. Aragon was the worst book adaptation ever, but it's it's not it's not great either. Are you talking so. about the game or Aragon? Like you don't have the character because that, that I, it sounds like you're talking about a series, but I, I have not heard of a series called Aragon. 
so the <laughs> little tangent here. It's called the Inheritance Cycle. Is you the talk series about the dragon, not Lord of the Rings? Correct. Aragon, Jeez. not Arag- not Aragorn. Got it. Um, All right, that one's on me. That one's on me. I understand. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. They made a movie. Yeah. 2007 ish. It's all right. I don't yeah, know anything about you, the books, but so my wife had watched the movie before we got married and she's like, Oh, that's a pretty good one. I like it. And then I told her, okay, now read the book. And she read the book. She's like, okay, that movie sucks. Sucks real bad. So yeah, no, that that's, that's probably one of the worst book to movie adaptations I've ever seen. So you've got another thing listed here that you're geeking out. I do. I do. Uh, So I listed here Batman Beyond, which actually uh, for our patrons, you heard us talking about the Flash kind of has a little bit to do with that. Um, uh, Because I would love to see a live action Batman Beyond with uh, Keaton as old Bruce with a Terry McGinnis. Yeah. Um, But Anyway, so I've been watching Batman Beyond with uh, my boys, and they have been loving it. Uh, fantastic series. It's got uh, Will Friedel as the voice of Terry McGinnis. Um, if you don't know Will Friedel, he is uh, Eric from Boy Meets World. After he got done with uh, live action stuff, he did a lot of voice acting, um, especially for um, DC animated projects but yeah okay. no great great story for those that are unfamiliar with batman or anything like that it is from what you would think of for batman um bruce uh, bruce has been retired as batman for a long time he's uh, yep. super super old and decrepit and uh terry a, a kid named terry mcginnis uh, finds out the secret of that Bruce's Batman and he finds the Batman suit. It's a futuristic suit that has all kinds of neat abilities. And he, he Terry borrows the suit (laughs) and, uh, and he ends up working together with Bruce to become the Batman for this new generation. I think it was loosely based off of Batman year 100. Uh, that uh, uh, not Snyder, maybe it was Snyder did uh, the book, the comic book, which was weird concept. I got it from the library many years ago and read it, but it's like it's called Year One Hundred. But Barbara is old and gray, and and the commissioner Barbara Gordon, yeah, uh, and she Bruce is commissioner is still Gordon. alive, but he's really angry and bitter and mean. And a young kid comes yep. along, and so. But I think Batman Beyond was was pretty fun. Did you ever watch the movie, the animated movie? I don't think so, actually. I'm Maybe I'll sure have they made to uh, check it out. Uh, well, I mean, in the in the time frame of watching this with your boys, you know, you go through it. But I absolutely agree. I would love to see uh, Batman Beyond with uh, Keaton's Batman. And you know, oh yeah, a young new face on the scene. See, and I would like. Um, I think who would make a good Terry McGinnis is um, the the kid that plays Robbie from Cobra Kai. 
He's blue beetle. Um, Tanner. No, 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 no. Oh, 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 oh not, yes. Yeah. The Mohawk kid. Nope. Not that one even. Uh-huh. The, Who's Tanner? Uh, so uh, Robbie, or a.k.a. Tanner Buchanan, is um, the other love interest, I guess, of the daughter. Okay. So you got. You the, got, son, the son, the son of, um, what's his bucket? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, why am I blanking on his name? Blonde guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. He'd be all I, right. I think I think he'd he'd make a, a, a pretty good one. That's my own fan casting. I just I would love to see it in general. I get you there. So now we're on to the final segment of the show. The final segment of the show. Can you dig it? About time. They got it right this time. And I changed it. <laughs> you, you put in one of my suggested topics. We'll have to save it because we forgot to do our speak pipes in the last episode. So can you dig speak pipes? I think we universally can, but let's see how much grief they get us. This is in chronological order <laughs> from like a couple of weeks ago. We're going to get hey some dads, good ones. Casey here. Um, I know you guys missed out on your Father's Day well wishing. Um, so I just want to say a uh, happy Aussie Father's Day for the 3rd of September. I hope you have a good one. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Casey. I'm proud of you, Casey. You're, you're such a good kid. Casey jumped into our our Discord and he's been talking it up in there. It's been a lot of fun. I like him. I'm glad that that we're able to do something to bring him back into the fold because we had done Pokemon Go. He's a great uh, connection there, and then he just kind of fell out of it, and it's been fun. I I love having him and his energy around. Hey, uh, cousin Mike calling in just with uh, I don't know (laughs) something that really bugs me nowadays. I don't know what to exactly call it, but I hate it how you're going in for either like just a haircut or you're going to like those, those drink mixing places that are now getting super popular everywhere. And they're all like, Oh, do you have a loyalty number with us or any of that? And like, can't I just get a punch card? (laughs) <laughs> or at a haircut place. They're like, uh, can I look you up by your number? And it's like, well, I know I'm not in your system. And they like kind of try and push you towards it. And then when you say, no, I don't give out personal information to companies, they give you the weird look like you're insane. A little bit. And it's like, well, if I give you this information, are you going to guarantee that you're going to use proper data security to keep it safe and the answer is no it will always get leaked like no matter what anyways it just really bugs me that i'm supposedly the weirdo for not wanting to give out personal information to random businesses why do you because they look at me like i'm crazy anyways i'm going to bed <laughs> Ch- Charles laughs, but Uncle Mike's not wrong. Not no, no, wrong. No, 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 no. Especially well, one. Every look, family, have you seen? Every family has their weird family member. We discussed this last week. Cousin <laughs> Mike's our weird family member. But no, no, fine. You don't want to give out your information. That's fine. Punch card. We're not in the sixties anymore, cousin <laughs> Mike. No, no, you cannot get a punch card. But what I'm saying, what I'm laughing is like. 
Why do you care who this rando person is that's giving you a mixed drink or cutting your hair and they're looking at you weird? They look at you weird because to them you are weird because all they did was grow. I guarantee you the people that you're going to are probably under 30, which means they grow up with the phone. They knew no other world than the phone in their hand and everything's digital and the cards are digital and no, you're not weird. Yes, you are right. Joe, I'm not going to, I'm not arguing with him about that. <laughs> but I'm saying, who cares if somebody looks at you weird, what do you think is going to happen in 30 years? We talk about how podcasting used to be without video and people aren't even going to know what we're talking about because it's like transmitted directly <laughs> to your mind now or something. You have to manually go subscribe to the RSS feeds. <laughs> it's the ignorance. Don't, don't let the ignorant drag you down cousin Mike. But you know, when you ask for a punch card, yeah, you are a little weird, buddy. That's nobody's. I'm sorry, we're not doing actual food stamps either, where you lick the stamp and put it on the card. You know, it's just. Uh, what do you think, Joe? Oh no, Uncle Mike, you can't have punch card. <laughs> See, we're both right. Oh yeah. Uh, before we go to the next one, uh, I love that. I love. Just call it. Tell, tell us what's bugging you right now. Uh, yeah. That is so good. But just like you know, he calls himself cousin Mike. You know, you're going to get treated like family. We're going to be sitting around the patio going, what's wrong with you, man? It, it's because they want your information so they can sell it. That's oh, all it is. And he doesn't want that. That's fine. That's fine. Again, I'm not, I'm not opposed to you locking up your information, not giving it out. And no, you're right. There is no, yes, we take every precaution. MGM Grand is being held hostage right now for being hacked. Uh, and I'm talking about they're losing oh, yeah, yeah. $30 million a day because of it, because all their properties in Vegas. So, no, you're right. That that little girl at your, your super cuts is not going to be able to protect your information on the card. Why do you, I, I still say you shouldn't care if she looks at you weird. She's like, no, no, I'm good. Thank you. I don't want to participate in your, your business. Just cut my hair. Uh, but I remember when the, the I, I almost I almost feel like I should memorize a fake phone number to give them because they're not going to call me, and it's just something that they're going to use to reference it. I mean, you could get a burner phone and do that, but yeah. somehow somebody's probably traced you, tracked you, or linked to you somehow. I mean, I, no, I don't no, know. I, I'm not even out. talking about that. Just giving them a fake number altogether. Yeah, just a random number, but I memorize it and I use that for all the. All the punch cards. I don't know. What do you think, Mike? <laughs> you know, would that still s satisfy your need for privacy, which is fully understandable? Uh, I remember when the cards first came just, out. Just use eight six seven five three zero nine. Ah, that's good. <laughs> but you need three more digits. So put it. Put your own zip code on it. Area code. Area code. Like ours would be four zero four in Atlanta. Four zero four eight yep. six seven five three. Yeah, that that would work. Um, but you know when it first came out, Kroger, especially because oh my god, I can't tell this part of the story. So Jesus Christ, especially because all these young people aren't even going to get the reference. No, no, that's, <laughs> we have to explain the joke show. The joke. yes, everybody. That's why it was really, really crafted. Well, sir, you did great, and then you had to go. But look, I did great. <laughs> Take I'm that talking horn, about buddy. the young people that are working and asking for the phone number. <laughs> I know, Jeff. So, okay, Charles. Do you remember? All right, you and Mike are the weird ones. Do you remember when the? the I, you know, I never said I wasn't weird. Kroger cards and whatnot <laughs> came out. Uh, I think Kroger grocery store was one of the first member card like that that my wife and I had, and. Her family went nuts. Like, you know, you met her brother. He's a big conspiracy theorist. Like, they're they're stalking you. She's like, yeah. 
And when they stalk me, they send me coupons for the stuff I'm already buying. That's not creepy. That's awesome. And yeah, we know they're selling our information. Yeah, it's called marketing. Yeah. You know, and marketing in a way that works. They're not trying to send me a coupon for something I'll never buy. They're going to send me a coupon for the cheese that we get every other month when we go in there. So, but I understand. Or the same cheese, but a different brand. No, I'm not doing that. They can, they can buy that coupon. (laughs) You know, man. I I am loyal to my cheese brand. There's still, that could be a tiny tell me a story. There's, there's stories with that. Um, I need my crafts, white American slices in the plastic and that's it. I mean, it can be craft block cheese too. It doesn't have to be just the slices. <laughs> here, here's, a, here's another one. Hey guys, listening to your show, got to that portion of your dragon con where you have a commercial and it, uh, mentioned about leaving a message for your dad, which sound like a, a plead for attention. So I thought I'd throw you guys a bone. Well, besides Jenna said this would be fun. I'm just, oh my gosh. Woo! Such good time. Oh my gosh. This, oh, get me off of this. Be quiet. My gosh. What a good time I'm having. Anyway, guys, sounds like a good time. I'd love to get them to Dragon Con sometime, but, uh, you know, if you guys would have a 5K, I probably would show up. My daughter would love to come, but, you know, they had a virtual 5K. 5K at Dragon Con probably be a uh, be a sad, sad sight. A lot of people <laughs> bent over. <laughs> going, uh, okay, he wants like a legit 5K. Probably what 2K? Be 2K games. <laughs> Reconsider if you could do a 5K though. All right, so there is a virtual 5K that you can pay 20 bucks into. It all goes to charity. And of course you get the medal for the year just because you paid your money, but it's, it's to you. You're supposed to on honor track your own steps and this and another, but no, he's talking about a start to finish a a certain amount of time. 5k. Um, You'll, you'll go 5k. If you're bouncing between hotels and I mean, how many steps did you have? You had a ton of steps steps a day is what I had starting Thursday, Wednesday, starting Wednesday through Monday. Yeah. And then ever since then, it's been like 2,000 steps a day. <laughs> it's been a lot <laughs> less. Um, I hate how, how mean he is, but funny. He goes, Ooh, such a good ride on this thing. And yes, <laughs> it is a plea for attention, Devo. And thank you. And uh, I think we got three more from Devo here. Bad dad joke that I, I think you're going to hate. Oh, of course I am. And walks oh, into yes. the bar with a head under his arm. He walks up to the bar, he puts the head down. And he says to the bartender, this is my son. He's 21 today. I want to buy a beer for him. Bartender, okay. And he hands the man a beer. And the man tips the beer into the head's mouth. And out pops a torso. The man is in shock. This is amazing. And he hand me another beer. Tips the beer back into the son's mouth. And out pops the legs. Oh my gosh. Now at this point, his eyes are welling up. People are just, I gasps looking at this going on. And the, the father says, give me another beer. And at this point, he tips the beer back into his son's mouth and out pops his arms. At this point, this 
Father is crying. The bartender's crying. The patrons are all sobbing and smiling. And it's, oh, my gosh. And the father says, a round of beers for the entire bar. I'm celebrating today. The son picks up a beer and tips it back and explodes. You know what tomorrow the story is? Stop while you're ahead. Oh, you dirty, rotten scoundrel. I was like, this actually might be a funny joke. I'm trying to think what's the joke about how what you know, some pun between you know, hops and how his body came out or something. Oh. So I'm you waiting it. for my daughter, and uh, you get an extra speak pipe. Now, this one came from my son, so it's really a bad son joke. Well, he's a good son, but you know what? We're gonna save that. For next time, since we know it's a bad dad son. Uh, <laughs> All right. One more. Still waiting for my daughter. Uh, she's like 10 minutes late. So you get one more speak pipe from me. But is it a bad uh, joke? Because I know you guys have missed me so much, especially you, Charles. Yes. And I just yes. wanted to say, Yeah, baby loves you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, P.E.V. loves you. You know, <laughs> that has zero, zero tie back to your favorite ice cream. But that's the show, everybody. Get out. You don't have to stay here, but you sure as heck can't go home. I got that backwards. <laughs> Follow these nerdy dads on social media. Charles at Rock God of Podcasting. Joe at Joseph underscore Ard. Check out the website, wiseandnerdy.com. And as always, they may not be your father, but they'll always be your daddy.